Hey, Jay, remember when we were shampooing? Yeah. Why'd you meet your snail? Yeah, what's up? Episode 31 of Lunchtime in Rome. Thank you for listening. I am here with Brian and Jay. And uh, before we get into it here, I wanted to uh, ask you guys for a favor. If you guys listen to iTunes, would you give us a uh, a review? Um, You know, if you guys have been uh, taking value from this and have um, been benefited by this show, please give us a, a review. Um, give us a five-star rating. That really helps uh, boost our, our rating. Yeah, 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 why not? Add, <laughs> add another one. Or if you listen to another uh, on another app, if you could give us a thumbs up or anything like that, that would be most... Positive ap- reviews. Yeah, most yeah. appreciative. And, um, and also, if you could like our Facebook page, Lunchtime in Rome, um, and if you want to listen to us live... Um, and watch us live. We are live right now on Facebook. Hello, Josh. Hello, Holly. <laughs> Ten star. Um, and uh, love it. <laughs> that's great. And uh, we also are at lunchtimeatroom.com where you can contact us. You can email us at lunchtimeatroom at gmail.com. Um, if you want to uh, give us a shout out for any reason, if you got something going on, you need some emotional needs taken care of, that's uh, what we do on this show. Um, and that leads us into Jay. Would you give us a little rundown of what we do on Lunchtime at Room? I sure will, except I just misspelled Ben. <laughs> Off to a great start. Yeah, pretty much. Well, By the way, we ben. also want your constructive criticism. Um, how to hold a paper on your uh, plate. Um, hey, there's a lot of noise in the background. No, <laughs> that's Cody. Dropping books. Cody. Slamming again. Cody again. Right. Um, if, if you want to send your negative review, send it to shove it up your rear end at AOL.com. <laughs> AOL. Wow. Backslash going org. Back. Yeah. Going way back. Hey, we are here. Um, because we have a great relationship. We love each other and we're blessed by each other and we help each other not feel alone, which is a problem that everybody faces in life is feeling alone. And that started all the way back in the garden of Eden. If you're a Bible person and the way that God fixed that problem was with a relationship. But the problem is many relationships still leave people feeling alone and it's because they miss Romans twelve fifteen, which says rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn, joining somebody in their emotions. You can feel alone on your best day. You can feel alone on your worst day. And so we spend the first 20 minutes of our podcast really modeling that, catching up on each other's lives, talking about food, family, fun, and, and joining each other in their, our emotions. The second 20 minutes or so, we'll go over a focus topic. We've been going over uh, different games people play in their relationship, behavioral games to get their needs met rather than being open, honest, and vulnerable. And we're going to continue to do that this week. And then the last 10 minutes, we'd really like to highlight some things that people have done great in the world, whether it be news items, people we know, and we also bury some people who could do better. Yeah. Um, and so that's what we How do. How did do better come about? Uh, you know, it's funny. It was brought to my attention um, that my <laughs> that's the funny that is, that the, funny is part. the very funny part is that my lovely wife Rachel uh, apparently says that all the time. She says, "Do better all the time to people in traffic, to parents, to things that impact our lives." And so these two, Brian and Eric, said we should have a segment called "Do Better." And I said, "Why? What's that from?" 
oblivious <laughs> to the fact that apparently my wife says it all the time. All the time. So now we do it. And every week she gives me several and then finishes with, but you can't say that on air. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's, th- that's, that's our other podcast. Yeah. Um, the dark podcast. <laughs> yeah. Lunch. Oh, wait. Dinner Bar- time. Uh, around. Or happy, happy hour. Happy hour around. Around. Yeah. Um, thank you, Jay. And uh, Brian, what do you got going on this week, man? Uh, yeah. So first of all, I did want to say too, just to touch on your giving us feedback and five yeah. stars and all that. Um, you know, while we talk about life and everything, we do try to... Um, you know, obviously the meat of this show is the, the aspect of helping people not feel alone. Every single person listening or viewing has at least one person in their sphere of influence that feels alone right now Yeah. besides yourself, you know, if, if that's you. Right. And so, you know, our challenge is to, to share that. It doesn't take a lot to, to, to click that share button on whatever social media you're on. Yeah. You know, please share this podcast. This is a tool. This is an accessory to people's lives to help them not feel alone and to do better. Yeah. So, you know, I just, I did want to stress that because I I don't feel like we've talked about that for a while. No, it's a great point. Yeah. Please share the show. Yeah. It's a great idea. Share the show, whether it's, you know, the, the, you want to watch the eye candy on the, on the uh, Facebook live or, (laughs) uh, Hey, we received feedback. Yeah. The people said, we can't see right. Jay. Eric was blocking Jay. So, yeah, uh, Eric, get out of the way. It's a good point. <laughs> uh, but for me, man, this is an exciting week because um, it's beach week. But what? It is beach week. Beach don't week. you mean Don't you mean it's shore week? No, oh. I mean, it's beach week. I'm not. We don't need to get into that. Somebody told us the people in Philly say you got you go down the shore. That's great. We're not. <laughs> I don't like Philly. Yeah, so. We're not from Philly. Who did we piss off this week? Philadelphia. Yes. I'm looking right at you, Philly. (laughs) Um, The other thing that is really exciting to me is I bought a robot the other day. We were going to, we were going to put a new pump and filter in our pool and our pool guy came. um, Yep. Tim Tim Johnson. He came came and talked me out of the $3,000 I was going to spend on my pool. And he said, you don't need a new filter. (laughs) 4,000. No, he was like, (laughs) I, I knocked him. He he knocked himself all the way down to like 300 bucks. Wow. Instead of 3000. Wow. Not to throw out numbers, but so anyways, he was like, really like you need, you need a chlorinator. That's, you know, just a, as the water passes through into the filter, it chlorinates it. Yeah. He says, cause your, your chlorine's not constantly going. Um, so he recommends that. And he was like, and if I were you, I, cause one of my, my one of my biggest things is vacuuming it. It takes me two hours to vacuum that pool. Wow. Like, like, just back and forth, back and forth yeah. from the deep end of the shower. Dad, Daddy, will you play with me? I gotta Sorry. go vacuum. Gotta pool. vacuum the pool so we can so you play, can fun. or maybe not, because you can't be in the pool while I'm vacuuming. No, because I can't see the bottom, poop. and you'd suck the kid up in the pool. Exactly. Right. 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 <laughs> like exactly. A, like a cobra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Python. Python. There you go. I want to know yeah. how you I save this money, reptiles. and you got a, you got a robot, and you save this money. Like, what? What's the robot? So. I didn't spend the three grand to do the thing, but the robot was 700 bucks. Okay. Okay. And so I'm spending, in the end, I'm spending about a thousand between the robot and the, uh, you know, Tim putting all the stuff in, but the robot, it just, it learns your pool and it it literally, like I was watching it today. I put it in today. It literally climbs a vertical wall. Like it goes from the bottom of my pool and it like suctions itself. It literally, I don't know how it does it, but it climbs the wall Yeah. at a, what is that? A 90 degree. Yes. Yeah. Straight up. It's insane to me. So that's crazy. And then it shuts itself off after three hours. And, um, so I put it and, and I ordered it on Tuesday and, or Monday, I don't know, whatever it was. And, uh, 
And the thing was like, uh, you know, they told me I was going to come on this coming Monday. Well, that's no good. Well, yeah, because I would have had to vac. I would have been vacuuming the pool tonight. Yeah. Be- before we started this, and I'd have been miserable. Yeah, that's not not you want, what you want to do before we leave. So it came today at like eleven thirty. Oh, I was like, man. yes, that's wow. Awesome. I threw it in the pool. It got a three hour cycle. It really cleaned it well. How's it powered? Um, it, plug it in. Plug it in. You yeah, plug, you just plug it in. Plug it in. You do plug it in. Yeah, and I, that I makes figured. sense because I have a pump in my pond that I plug in. So now your kid, now your kids are like, Daddy, I, plug in. I have Daddy, Daddy back. Dad, no, they're like, Daddy, to come play with you. You're like, No, I gotta watch the cool robot <laughs> yeah, in the pool. Well, that's, what I said, that's what I said to Alexis. I was like, Look, I'm not, I don't need to spend two hours vacuuming, but I might spend two hours just watching it clean. Um, <laughs> you guys are drinking the first, a beer the first time. <laughs> yeah, living the dream. Yeah, well, that's I, awesome. It, it ran and and then um, like I, I just cleaned it out because um, it does have its own filter. Like it doesn't even it doesn't even have to plug in to my pool filter. It has its own filter built in, which wow. is great. You literally just drop it in and, and it you goes just empty the filter out when it's done spray it out and yeah that is so cool and man like it ran for the three hours today and i i cleaned the filters and they were disgusting and i was like this is great it's working so well yeah so Dude. i threw it in again for another three hours because uh like it didn't quite get it all the way clean because sure. like i said first run is probably going to be a little m- well, more than normal yeah, yeah. And, and like i said it learns my pool so i think it'll just become more efficient each time it runs yeah that makes sense so like Dude, I could awesome. literally vacuum my pool every day and not have to touch it. And yeah. it's going to be crystal clear because the chlorine, the chlorinator thing is going to be great. I mean, even if you did it every other day, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, because how often did you clean it manually? Once a week, but it was like, uh, like it was. Day a, five, six, and seven were like. Yeah. There was, there was, in a pool, there, yes, really. There's a lot of, <laughs> lot of green, a lot of green. And yeah. then like it was kind of a self, you know, repeating cycle where I would clean it. But then the filter's not getting all those little algae particles. So all it goes back in the water gets cloudy. So I'm really looking forward to just a clean crystal clear pool experience at one third, the price at one third. Yeah. That, that's crazy. That's Tim, awesome. Cause Tim was like, you know, if we do put a new pump in the uh, filter in, it's maybe going to give you 10% more, you know, uh, maintenance free. And I, and, but if you do these other things, you're probably going to be right about the same. Yeah. Um, so I still think I eventually want to put a new, new pump and filter in, but, um, you know, for now I'm going to let it ride and, and just try to do stuff down the line. So, so. this will help the work of the pump today, right? Like, yeah. yeah oh yeah. This will just it's going to be fantastic. Make it work yep. A lot more efficiently. Plus he's coming and putting a filter or a, a timer on. So instead of me having to go up and, and, um, plug the, you know, plug the pump in and get the filter going and then go up and unplug it. I know it seems like, like, you know, <laughs> oh, I got to go up to the pool and plug the filter in. No, this is the greatness of technology. Automation, yeah. yeah. So he's going to put a timer on and, you know, basically I'd like to think it's not going to be hands-free, but it's going to be a lot better than it has been. And I'm just so glad to be able to be in a position where, you know, I can, I can invest in this stuff. It, it, you know, that's why I work hard and, and I'm just glad God's blessed me with the ability to do this. So do you um, have a pool boy? I, that's what I told Alexis today. I was like, "Hey, we got a pool. We, you we gotta bought, name him. We bought a pool boy, and that's I put that on Snapchat. I was like, what is uh, what, what are we gonna name this guy or girl or sis? You know, whatever.' So, um, meanwhile, so yeah. I'm like, his his name's Tim, <laughs> not not him, not the actual. No, guy. Name the robot. No, so so the actual the name of the the robot itself is a Hayward Shark something or other, but I don't I don't I'm not gonna call him Sharky. No, no, and I think else. and I judge the people that made it because the, and, and they're in the production meeting or not the production meeting, but whatever, and they're like, well, we'll call it the Hayward. No, let's call it the Hayward Shark, and I'd be like. Shark, really? Because I mean, because it's in water. <laughs> so right? cliche, Can we do guys. Better than that. So cliche. 
Um, and so that's my, that's like, besides the beach, that's like a huge highlight for me. I'm so excited about this, this little robot. I think, um, so this week we have, we, we packed on Tuesday night. Well, can I finish what I ate or? Oh yeah, go ahead. Gyros from Old Ooh. Village Grill in Penn Hills. I still haven't been. Oh my goodness, man. The, where it used to be the Difference West, right? Yep. Oh, we, we've got like. Dude, they're so good. And I, I just, I love gyro meat. Like I would, like if I was more wealthy, I would have a spit, like, you know, that mystery meat. I would just have something in my house. Like, you know, maybe, maybe I have the bar over here and then I had just have that like little spit where I just walk past and go, shave shave one off. (laughs) That's all I need. You know, it's all, it's so good. And theirs is so good. Yeah. The old village grill. And like, you get a lot of food for the price. You know, they have this thing called the Hercules where it's real small. Yeah. It's (laughs) it's like this big. And every time I'm like, I'm not going to eat this all in one, in one sitting. But you do. I, I've gotten better. I have. I've I've controlled myself. But it comes with fries and like they just shove the the meat. It's on. enormous. It's so good. Yeah, and it's 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 definitely two meals. So Old Village Grill in Penn Hills, um, that's my oh so good. That's my stuff. Yeah. So it's Thursday. Today's Thursday. We leave tomorrow. Yes, we do. We packed Tuesday night. By the way, if yeah. any of you are listening and you have nefarious thoughts, we all have uh, killer robots from the Hayward Factory mm-hmm. watching Sharks. our homes. Sharks and dogs, sharks, and dogs. So, dogs just, with bees in their so mouths, you know, and when they bags. bark, they shoot bees. Man, you guys are way ahead of me. We have humans that are <laughs> that are going to be watching the house, but yeah. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, we we're packing. This is days. this is the first time we're we're leaving with uh, a, a baby with a baby uh, uh, our, our daughter Maggie, and uh, so. I know that you guys have probably been kind of, you know, just kind of hanging back and watching us prepare for this trip a little bit. We've talked about like how we're leaving and what our expectations are of like getting there on time so that we can get Maggie to bed on time. And I know Jay, you're like, yeah, it's going to be what it is, you know? Sure. And, and that's very true. But I think, um, Oh yeah. Jay and I've had good laughs behind the scenes. I I bet that's fine. Um, and I'm glad. (laughs) Um, if that I'm really that's <laughs> I love it because you know that's just the way life works, but um I feel so good that like tonight, the night before that we have to that we're leaving like we hardly have to do anything mm-hmm. like there's very little that we have to do tonight and tomorrow morning. I'm the same way. It, oh, no, I mean I have everything, but that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have everything. I was the opposite. I, I thought it was the same. But it's opposite. Well, that's a great feeling. It is such a good feeling. Like I we join you in that. We have a list of like last minute things that mm-hmm. we need to pack, and that's kind of it. Well, and um, I like the fact that you, awesome. you've gotten rid of all of the variables, so that you can be focused on the greatest variable of all. Yeah. Which is which an is eight the beach. month old child. Nine months. Oh, nine. Child. I apologize. Yeah. I missed that. What was the nine month gift supposed to be? <laughs> Straw? <sure>. Diamonds. Um, <laughs> but no, because that is going to be a lot. And so tomorrow morning, will, she yeah. could be freaking out or this or that, right. the other thing. And if you're trying to pack in the yep. meantime. Right. We're not running around with our heads cut off and we can kind of have a semi normal morning, you know, packing the last minute things and, mm-hmm. you know, like we're not trying to pack everything while taking care of a baby. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty pumped about how we've set us up, uh, set ourselves up to win, um, this year. Um, and this week I, um, I have not been eating, uh, sugar or grains until today. Mm-hmm. Um, 
for lunch, I had Krispy Kreme. <laughs> I feel like it might as well have been Krispy for how Kreme I felt after I ate it, after I ate it. Um, but it's so good. So we have this really great deli at work, Dowie. Dowie, and um, they make a great egg salad and avocado. Oh, I love a good egg salad. Dude, their egg salad is so good. But then and avocado, an avocado on avocado it. Avocado on it. Yeah, really. One they had made it one day. Um, as the like their oh, their sandwich really their good. sandwich of the day, uh-huh. and uh, my friend Kate got it, and then after she had it, she was like, "That's my go to sandwich." Like that's her default. If like the cafe doesn't have anything that she wants, that like she can always get it. Yeah. Um. And I tried it one day, and it was fantastic. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna treat myself today, and I'm gonna get this. And I put it on Italian white bread, and like mm. after I ate it, I was like, I just. I just want to lay down. <laughs> I just want to lay of the down. Because <laughs> the yeah, because of the white bread, like it was just so much. Because I mean, it's like Mancini's Italian. Yeah, white you could actually bread. hear it so going good. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is amazing how how non beneficial white bread is to you. Like it's all <sighs> just wasteful sugar. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. You know? But man. Yeah. <laughs> Put some egg salad and avocado between it. It's delicious. Now the thing with avocado for me is like I like the idea of avocado. Like it. It definitely brings a taste, but like for me, it's more like well, avocado is really good for you. And so like I put it on stuff and I'm like, oh, this is so good. But then sometimes I think, why is it so good? Because avocado is like, like it's good in guacamole. But then when you put it on a sandwich or something, it's like it's it's there. But in my mind, like it's so good. It's so good. I don't know. It's good on the egg salad. And, well, it, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. somehow it's good, but at the same time for me, it's like it could not be here and I'm still probably going to enjoy it the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know I'm getting good vitamins and fat and stuff. So. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, oh, it's so good. So good. So, yeah, that's, that's kind I of like been taking avocado, dicing it and adding it with cucumbers, a little bit onion, and then just doing like a lime vinaigrette, squeezing some lime into some olive oil, emulsifying it, and just making like a avocado lime salad. Did, did you, you do like the did you do chips or beach something last year? I might have. I think you might have done that. That was before we got the world's hardest avocado <laughs> that I went to war over for about. <laughs> yeah, you did. Two we had the hours. avocado smoothie. Yeah, I eventually beat the living crap out of it, and we made. I made an avocado mousse. It was like a whip. Yeah, yeah. it worked. It we did. ate it. Hey it's man, good. that's what the good. cool people put on their toast. Um, we just ate it by the spoonful, though. I forget what I was gonna say. I love it when you blank out, right? It's good, bud. So you are you, you had your it's your week. That's your food. Yeah. Okay. It's been a great week. Good. Building up to Friday. Speaking of ponds or pools, I have a pond in my backyard that most people don't know about, and fewer than that care about it. Uh, we've <laughs> it's just built into the house, basically. It is and cool. It's, it's what it is. Yeah. Uh, I had young life kids in the past uh, while we were away on vacation. Uh, take pictures of them taking a bath in it um, and like shampooing. I don't know if we had fish back then <laughs> or not. Not after that. Oh, yeah, pictures, shampoo, the whole thing. <laughs> um, and it's never clean. It's just not. It's in the backyard. Yeah, it's a pond. It's a pond. Yeah. And uh, we've had fish that have been there for five years, last the winter. We even had a frog last the winter one year. It's we amazing. get tadpoles every spring and mm-hmm. the birds and cats eventually get them, whatever. Um, so I went to the pond guy. Out on, I normally go to Elmer's, but I just had some time and I went to the guy. He's on Old William Penn Highway, uh, North Hills Pond, even though it's in Monroeville. Mm-hmm. Near the old cement factory. Yes. Or, yes. Yep. Or the Udupi Cafe. Yep. Um, and I, I said, listen, I got algae. It's worse this year than others. And he's, you know, asking me questions. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You have string algae or is your color is this and that? I'm like, I, I don't It's green. 
<laughs> I don't know if it's clumps of green or just green. He's like, well, you know, natural or chemical or blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, I got fish. You know, I don't want to kill them. And I said, I got, I mean, I have a filter on it. I got snails. He goes, oh, you need a shitload of snails. That's not going to do anything. And I'm like, I don't have a shitload. I was like, five. And somebody ate one of them. It was sitting in my yard. Big snail. Gone. Escargot. Out of the pond. And, and, and they discarded it, too. Just like, bah. But <laughs> Was it one of the Young Life kids? No, that was this was just this week. Unless mm. they came back, which would be a real jerk okay. move 15 <laughs> years later. More than that. Hey, Jerry, remember when we were shampooing? Yeah. Why'd you meet your snail? Yeah, what's up? Um, so he, he kept talking about the sticky stuff. Do I want the sticky stuff? Uh-huh. And I'm like, I, I just want it to be clean. I don't know what to tell you. And so finally I talked about that I have animals there and everything else. He said, well, yeah, the sticky stuff's much better for you, whatever else. Turns out he wasn't saying sticky stuff. He was saying the sticky stinky stuff oh and it is chock full of live bacteria Mm, sounds delicious and i could tell you i should have brought it that would have been great to do on air because we smell it i have told rachel factor and bella i've said this is the worst thing you will have ever smelled (sighs) and it's still worse than that it is, it's, it's sulfur, it's eggs. Rachel says it smells like rotten cabbage. Wait, what's it called? Stinky stuff. <laughs> I don't know. See, we have something called liquid fence. It's not that. And like for the deer? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is the worst thing Man, I've ever I've smelled. I've smelled deer repellent before. Oh, and that's pretty bad. But dude, when you say sulfur and eggs, it literally, it's, it's all, it's like, it's natural. So right. like, it's not harmful. And literally and there's what, like, like petrified egg in it. It dude, it's, it is the worst thing. It smells like death. I actually said to Rachel, I think a dead body would not smell as bad. <laughs> I did say that. And the best Dude, part was. After the show, a, we're going to smell this stuff. As a husband and a father and all that kind of fun stuff. I mean, Rachel walked out and I put 10, teas- no, 10 ounces of it in the pond. Yeah. Uh, 45 minutes before she gets home. Yeah. She walks out. She goes, oh my gosh, I can already smell it. Yeah. And I'm like, dead gummit. Now she won't smell the jar. But for whatever reason, I opened up the lid. It's liquid. Yeah. And she came over and I'm like, oh, dear God, she's sticking her whole nose up in that. And she had just worked out at CrossFit. Oh. And I'm like, she's going to. And she took this big sniff, doubled over, started running away (laughs) Uh -uh, uh -uh, and started heaving. She didn't throw up. But and then with each one of them, it was uh, it's just glorious. It's so bad. It's so. So is that what you ate this week? (laughs) Well, I do want to keep on kind of talking about this because I am kind of fascinated by this. So in our neighborhood, we have an unbelievable amount of deer because our one neighbor. We had a bear in our neighborhood. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Um, But one of our neighbors feeds the deer, which also Uh, attracts the turkey. Yeah, we like we like Mary. She's great. Oh, it's Mary. Um, But Becky on this other side. Uh, We like Becky better. Who plant plants all her flowers and plants outside. She's not a fan of the deer. She's not a fan of the deer, but they are like best friends. Uh-huh. Which is hilarious. Her and the deer? Um, <laughs> no, her and Mary. Becky uh-huh. and Mary are really good friends. And um, she advised us to use liquid fence, and she sprayed it, and like it, sm- it smells like death. So we got it, and we got it. We <laughs> it smells got like a- death. So we got it. Right, All the kids so we are got doing it. it. And we got this little spray, like one of those pump sprayers mm-hmm. that, you know, spray it out. But then we got the concentrate version, because it's cheaper. Oh, well, sure. Get- Oh my god! Like it is like next level that it smells even worse. Like it's it, like the smell. I can't, dude. I can't even. It's a bad smell. Because I was so at Young Life bad. Camp. It's got to be something really similar. Yeah. Uh, 
I was at Young Life Camp, staying there for a month, working, you know, on assignment. And there's adult guest or the uh, assignment team housing, and they would spray it like once a month. And I would always just be like, please just tell us so we can close the windows because you'd wake up in the morning and they've sprayed it all around yeah. our mm-hmm. area. Yeah. And it was, it was not so good. What's uh, it supposed to do for your pond? Just kill the it algae? Eats, it eats, no, mm-hmm. it, well, it eats it because mm-hmm. it's live and it's bacteria. It, <laughs> so it eats, it feeds off the algae. Kills everything I, except for the fish. Right. And in my opinion, I'm like, well, then where does it go? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. What if, you know, it's still in the pond, but. Yeah. And you said it, this is being natural. It takes longer. You know, it's not like you're shocking it like you would a pool. Right. In which case I'd have a pool or a pond with dead fish on the top. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and, but of course I'm leaving. So who knows what I'm coming home to, mm-hmm. but I put the killer wow. piranhas in the pond too. That'll come. If anybody comes around, I don't know if you want to, I mean, you still have to talk about food, but you've been sending us some pictures. I have of what we're going to be eating. Well, I was speaking pre leftovers. My sister Marcy is upset a that we're going on vacation just in general. Sorry, simple Marcy. Jealousy. But she's like, but I'm even more upset because they're just going to let you cook for them all week. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she goes, and I want you to do that for me. And I said, well, then I won't tell you that I'm cooking two racks of ribs right now <laughs> to take for pre leftovers. Yeah. Like, I was so excited really when, you, when you said the picture. I was like, yeah. um, <laughs> which I actually switched them up a little bit. These weren't baby backs. They were the full spare ribs. So yeah. it was a little bit different. Uh, Marty Choma from church came up to tell me how he cooks ribs. Cause I talked about it in church on Sunday. Yeah. And then we realized I'm talking about baby backs. He's talking about full spare ribs. Yeah. So I did it his the way. Big leagues. And I still had like an hour to put them on the smoker, but a bone just fell right out. And I was like, too soon, too soon. I don't want the bones falling off. You yeah. know, I like, a you, little you tug. like a little tug. And I, and I enjoy that too. After you made the right. last one, cause you really did get it right. Thank you. Yeah. So I finished them. I took them off then and just finished them on the grill, gave them a little char and hopefully toughened them up a little back up. I don't know if you can bring it back, but uh, yeah. so yeah, there's two full racks of ribs sitting in my fridge right now. Uh, the only other thing I would talk about food wise is I've been making my own dill dip. My mother makes dill dip. It's delicious. It's really good. Um, and so what do you I've use been it making, for veggies. Yeah. yeah. Or any, well, chips. Yeah, chips. Okay. But yeah. yes, veggies. Like when Plus I have the night. dill dip, I sub it out for the ranch it's like a glorified ranch dip but what's nice is it's summertime so i have my herb garden so i've got fresh chives fresh parsley fresh dill does that all go into it what goes into it all of that does and then we're supposed to put onion and dill dip but i just put the chive because that's in the onion family and then the base is just mayo and sour cream i add a little bit of salt a squeeze of lemon boom yeah it's a party in your mouth he had some on tuesday night it sounds great it was really good and it's it's, if you're not worried about fat which i'm not because i'm no sugar no grain right then it's just like, well, why wouldn't you do this? Right. And, and, I, and my, my biggest sugar intake is Hidden Valley Ranch dressing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You eat a lot of ranch. Syrup. Yeah. Oh, I do eat a lot of ranch. But now it's summertime and even after the summer, like I'm phasing out the ranch and just going with this. And I've wanted to do that for a long time, but I just haven't had the recipe or the time or the fresh herbs and stuff like that. Yeah. So plus from the Great American Spice Company, I did just buy a full big chef thing of dill. Because you need a lot of dill. Yeah. And I don't grow dill well. I'm doing better this year than others. But um, so I'm excited to phase out ranch. Hmm. And I can tinker with the recipe to make it more ranchy, less dilly. Yeah. Are you going to make some on vacation? Or are you, are you bringing it? Uh, no. Although I do have some left over. But no, I'm I was just, just, no, I was just wondering if you're going to bring it or you're no, going to make it on. I'm the, bringing it. I'm, actually, it's on my list for my morning. See, and so that's got, like the extent of your cooking on the trip. Like you're even making a dip. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's just like, it's, that's crazy to me. 
Wow. Like you are so excited about cooking that you will make a dip. You won't buy it from the store. <laughs> I made. Because some people would just be like, ah, we'll just buy the dip. I'll make this, but I'm going to buy the dip. You know I'm what I mean? I'm making dip. Like I spent, uh, today I made my salsa verde. Um, that's green salsa. Mm. Um, in advance, and I made it a little milder because See. that's what I put in the sweet potato hash. Ooh, that, oh. So, yes. so I already have that pre-made because I'm not <laughs> going to be able to roast good. peppers down at the beach easily. Which is what I do. I roast the peppers so you get the skin off. Give them that. So I just made that. So we'll a have salsa as dip. Yeah. But also, um, <laughs> see, I'm like for how, the sweet potato. How can, we, how can we do this for Jay? How can we? How can we have it so he can roast peppers down at the beach? Like, <laughs> what do we need to do? <laughs> that's the grill. But that's another story. Um, so yeah, we're locked and loaded. Good uh, to go. Got sweeped out of hash ready. I I didn't make any. What well, doesn't matter? I, I have sausage that's frozen that it's homemade. Yeah. I was going to make it and take it, but now I'll just take it out of the fridge. Because so Aldi good. didn't have any pork butt. Whatever. Come on, Aldi. Do better. Do better. Oh, it's too early. Ah! <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. Not a sponsor. So people like to play games. Um, they games do. are fun. This I love games on like vacation. All the games sound fun. You know where the I don't food like games? sounds fun. Where, where's that? In relationships? In relationships. Oh. Yeah. It's but turds. It's turds. That's the uh, that's what we learned in our training. Yep. They said, uh, if you try to get your needs met it's through th- manipulative behavioral games... That's, that's the technical that term. Turds. It is. That's why uh, it's a different kind of uh, counseling. Right. <laughs> so uh, what people do, by the way, real brief sidebar. I had lunch the other day with a guy who uh, played volleyball for me. I love him. But I realized he does what a lot of people do. In any sentence they start, they go, so. Mm. And it's funny is I've heard it now from everybody you like, can't on the radio. It. And then one day I was like talking to somebody and I said it four times to start sentences. They're like, oh, oh, it's <laughs> contagious. Oh, I got it out of my head. So uh, we've been going over different ways that people try to get their emotional needs met without being open, honest, and vulnerable. And there's reasons why people aren't open, honest, and vulnerable because they've maybe been that and their needs didn't get met. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that goes into a hurt and leads to either fear, anger, self-condemnation, or guilt. So we want to avoid those ugly feelings Mm -hmm. and just play these little games. And this week's game is called Outdone by the Sweet Martyr. So you've got the Sweet Martyr and then the person who is being outdone. And I believe Sweet Martyr should have been a name for a grunge band in the 90s. It would be good. Sweet Sweet Martyr. Martyr. I like it. Uh, So... um, we have the best way to learn these is through example. Yes. Eric will be playing the role of sweet martyr. All right. And Brian, his spouse, we're an open minded podcast. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we'll be outdone by that. Well, we did really well last week. We, we, um, we nailed were really it. in tune with each we're other. Good actors. I'm winking at you, buddy. <laughs> and that's okay. Well, how was your day today? Uh, it was terrible. One of the worst I've had lately. Well, did you notice how clean the house is? That's a simple example. Now, they'll break that down. Right. Because, like... What's happening in that sequence? Yes. Because it's so, very... It's, it's, I feel like it's very... If we're, if you're not as in tune as, as you are, Jay... Right. You say like, that's a normal un- conversation. Yeah, it's, un- yep. it's like almost Just, unnoticeable. Yep. Like, you kind of brush by it. Yep. Right? Like, ah, oh, that's when just... If you're in this that's game, just Brian, this is how you, you communicate. Know. Yeah. Right. So... <laughs> so, tell us, Jay. Sweet Martyr asks a question that they don't want, they don't care about the answer. Uh-huh. It's a setup. Mm-hmm. So I've done honestly, 
answers. Yep. That was a terrible day. Yes. Now what we've learned is at this point in time, sweet martyr is to join them in their emotion. Right. Not give them facts, logic, and reason. Not neglect. Uh, not be critical. But what they actually do is the fourth one, which is they are selfish. Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, I know just how you feel. I had the, or no, no, no. This one is. Yeah. Um, oh, but did you notice? Right. So your life is your her. life is better because I've cleaned the house. Did you notice yep. I cleaned right. the house? Yeah. When if she was being open, honest, and vulnerable, and if those of you who are listening picked up on something, I just assumed that she? the sweet martyr was yeah, a woman. I That's right. I was going to call you out. But... I'll get out of it. <laughs> she needed appreciation. Right. But she didn't want to say that from her wife. Right. Who is outdone. Oh. I see what you did done was open and honest and just said, I've had a bad day. Right. Then with, if you wanted to role play that further after she said, did you see how clean the house is outdone would have said, "Uh, yes. Right. With a sadness of, Mm -hmm. you don't care that I had a bad day. Right. You didn't acknowledge it. All about you. Right. But I still want to, you know, acknowledge what you're saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the second example. Yeah. You look tired, are you? Uh, I really am. I think I need to relax for a few minutes. I know what you mean. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Would you get me a pillow? <laughs> Does anybody else just have the rage? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I definitely had to bite my tongue because I didn't really read that when we were discussing this. Yeah, and, you didn't really get it until this moment. Yeah, because I really wanted to say, I'll get you a nice fu. <laughs> That's what I'll get you. How's that sound? <laughs> well, and I think outdone mm-hmm. in this situation goes one of two ways they go to rage or you know it's okay yeah because you're dead inside at that point you know it's just like and i think that's the older if you look at like i think this can be a perfect example of this is so many of our grandparents Mm -hmm. that one is the sweet martyr Uh uh-huh dear i'll take care of it or (laughs) there goes your grandmother again or there goes your (laughs) grandfather that son of a you know back and forth um, and the reason why they do it, um, it says almost every conversation is turned back towards the sweet martyr's needs. The partner is outdone in every way in his or her needs, um, and hurts and desires they're topped. So the outdone person, no matter what their day, wasn't the worst, their day wasn't, you know, the best, their day wasn't whatever they're outdone by the sweet martyr and their needs are going to rule the day no matter what. Yeah. And they're going to get them met. The sweet martyr, um, they want to have their needs met, mm-hmm. but they can't be open and honest about it. Right. The outdone plays just in a desperate attempt that maybe their needs might get met. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just maybe today he'll acknowledge what's going on with me. Yeah. And instead it's all about him. Notice how I've gone back and forth. Mm-hmm. It can be either way. Yeah. If we look at the unmet needs, sweet martyr likely feels a multitude of unmet needs in spite of a spouse's giving. So the outdone, the other person might be doing the best they can, but yet sweet martyr is just feeling like I can't get enough and will call attention to them at every opportunity. Mm -hmm. And it's really, you know, we can get mad and frustrated with sweet martyr, but in a way it's just sad. And really, in all these cases, it's sad because somebody's needs are being met because no matter what, they're not satiated. They mm-hmm. can't be, you know, have their needs met enough. 
Um, the, the martyr tendency is really tough. It's, it's tough to get around that person. What's well, so manipulative. Yeah. It, it's both manipulative of you and dismissive mm-hmm. of your needs. And just so incredibly selfish. With, and, and sometimes just like that person has no idea how selfish it is, but it's so selfish. And that can be very frustrating. Yeah. The outdone likewise has many unmet needs, attention, empathy, encouragement, but is typically not open to verbalizing them. Mm-hmm. So, and it's funny because we will see this very often in relationships where they've seen it modeled at home, the sweet martyr, and they'll mm-hmm. attract, they'll be attracted to someone that won't buck the system, mm-hmm. somebody that will get beaten down, or if they were saw this in their parents and that's how they were treated. Yeah. You know, imagine a poor child comes home. Hey, how was your day, Johnny? Or no, better let me stop doing that. How was your day, son? You know, oh, dad, it was a really tough day. Yeah, you know, your father made vice president today. Mm-hmm. And Johnny's like, okay, yep. great job. I'm great invisible. Job, dad, I'm invisible. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so they'll, they'll mimic that and find somebody that meets the role. Yeah, it's, which is crazy because you don't want that, but th- that's what you're drawn to because that's what you know. Right. That's what's uncomfortably comfortable. Yeah. So speaking of that, unmet childhood hurts. The sweet martyr would often have much hurt from unmet emotional and relational needs, even though many surface needs were met. So they had the greatest house. They had the greatest Mm -hmm. of everything. They went to the boarding school. They did this. They did that. But nobody cared. Right. It was superficial. Yeah. Um, She or she may have been spoiled, but left emotionally needy. The outdone may have learned to minimize needs or hurts growing up. The outdone may have learned to minimize needs growing up. So the yes, dear, that's fine. I'll go get your pillow. Yeah. Whatever else. Right. Might have had dominant parents Mm -hmm. that just you didn't matter. Right. You know, and oh, um, who did I meet with? I was, hold on one second. (coughs) I was talking with somebody and I said to them, well, what happened when you were angry as a child? Where did that go? Mm -hmm. And they responded to me. Oh, I, I didn't even think I was allowed to, so I never did because it would not have been received well. Didn't even think they were allowed to what? Be angry as a child. Oh, uh, okay. So I didn't get angry. Mm-hmm. So hmm. someone like that could be this person. Like your feelings aren't allowed. Yeah. So don't you know? So it makes sense to meet somebody who you can just pour yourself into, mm-hmm. um, and you come to marriage hoping mm-hmm. things might change. Mm-hmm. So one of the things is, great. okay, if if you're listening to this, and it's funny because I've had people say to me like, you know, wow, I didn't know that was a game. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I was doing that. Right. And boy, I do that. Mm -hmm. Well, that's great to know the problem, but how do we fix it? Yeah. Um, Sweet martyr, which is really, you know, it sounds funny, but in a lot of ways, sweet martyr, yeah, you're the one that's wrong here. (laughs) Al done just isn't putting their foot down or isn't meeting your needs enough if that's even possible. Yeah. I sympathize with the outdone. They, we all do. Yeah. And they, I wonder if I would love to hear from someone. Well, maybe the sweet martyr doesn't, but I do. What? Oh, Sympath- you don't sympathize with the outdone? Well, the sweet martyr no, 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 no. I sympathize with the outdone, but you said, eh. Hey, oh, right. The sweet do. martyr out the there. sweet martyr does not sympathize with the outdone. Hey, if any of you out there are a sweet martyr, let us know <laughs> if you feel bad for other sweet martyrs. I bet you do because you identify with them. Sure. Yeah. And we're not like ostracizing you if that's the game that you play at all. No. You know, we're just... It's good to recognize that. And though. you uh, you would out you would identify more with the outdone than you would being the sweet martyr. Oh, you me personally, you Brian. So that's oh, why I, yeah, you I have more empathy for them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So the sweet martyr could express a wish or desire to your spouse in a loving way. Duh. That's the ideal way to go about it. Um, they should give undivided attention to learning of your parent partner's needs outdone right now is hearing this going. That is never going mm -hmm. to happen, mm -hmm. but that that's what you need to do. Yeah. Um, and give lovingly to help meet your partner's needs. And, and I love that we go through this because it just echoes what we've talked about. You know, the three essential components for a successful relationship is having God be the center of it. Open, honest, vulnerable communication and mutual giving. Mm -hmm. And we just see that echoed in here all the time. Yeah. And I think if you're listening to this and you go, well, that game wasn't really ours. We've gone, this is the fourth one we've done of the six that we have. If you look at where your relationships are falling short, it's in one of those three areas. Yeah. And, and with all due respect to what, faith, being open, honest and vulnerable. No, no, that's one of them. It's right. having God be the center oh, of your yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open, honest and vulnerable is number two. Three is mutual giving. I feel like this one is, Mutual it's targeted giving. really on that last one. Yeah. The mutual giving. Definitely. Yeah. Well, it's on it's both though, because they're well, not being if, open and honest. About and if their God's needs. not the center of it, it's hard to it's hard to understand things like grace and giving and forgiveness without God being the center. You know what I mean? Right. And seeking him mm -hmm. and like because I don't think sweet martyr is saying, God, what can I do to love outdone mm -hmm. a little bit better? Right. And not listen. And think, oh, I could do this. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't then do this. Mm -hmm. But my point is, if, if none of these games yet have fit you, I guarantee the problems you have in your relationship that are recurring, that if there's a pattern, different details, but the same fight yeah. is because of one of those three things. And I was going to say, with all due respect to faith in God, eh, it's probably two and three. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I don't think any, well, we can go into number one a lot later, but you're not being open, honest, and vulnerable, and you're not mutually giving. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. So outdone, oh, here's the way to disengage. Be lovingly assertive when you get the sweet martyr treatment. An example, hey, I appreciate you asking about my day. So it really hurts when I then don't sense your genuine concern when I share. Because mm -hmm. you know sweet martyrs doubling down at that mm -hmm. point. Yeah. I don't care. I cleaned the house for you all day today. And I... Ugh. What a swampland that is, man. <laughs> wow, that's a bog. <laughs> it's when the tears start coming down. <sighs> Express your need lovingly. Uh, example, can we sit down so I can share with you, I really need your understanding about a very rough day. And what I, what I love to tell people, and, and we're going through this right now with Rachel and Bella as you know, teenager and mom and those typical mm -hmm. things. And I've said to Bella, I said, you know, listen, honey, which is just such a wonderfully tricky place to be in between those two, because I want to be there for both, but I can't right. Rachel's the mom and my wife. And, mm -hmm. but I've said to Bella, express your concerns outside of conflict. Mm -hmm. And the same thing is true here for outdone sweet martyr. And all of these, you've expressed your needs outside of the moment you're hurt yeah. because they're going to feel attacked and they're not going to receive it. Well, yeah. Like conflict resolution is so much about timing and just finding the right space where where you can we, you can bring that up in a way that's a lot more safe than in the heat of the moment. We've talked about that before. Yeah, absolutely. The third thing outdone needs to do is to be available to mutually give to their partner's need, which may be great. Mm -hmm. The example, and I like this. Now that I've shared with you, now that I've shared that with you, and I sense your support, and it's important that he doesn't lie or she doesn't lie. Right. <laughs> And shouldn't put it in air quotes. <laughs> I appreciate your 
support. Um, I'm encouraged to meet your needs. What can I do to make you feel better? Mm-hmm. Which will be for that to the sweet martyr. And when we keep talking about sweet martyr, like they're a bad person or something like that, they all outdone also might just suck at meeting emotional needs. Sure. And so they're just drowning, needing something. And that would be like fresh, clean water in a desert mm-hmm. um, that had been purified by a Hayward shark uh, <laughs> pool Robot. water filter <laughs> that they are like, yes, please. And it could make all the difference mm-hmm. or it might not. Right. So there it is. You know, everybody in every relationship, if we just worked on it and we're open, honest, and vulnerable, I'll say it again, open, honest, vulnerable, and mutually gave, you know what? We would all do better. We would do better. Do better. Um, there must be a time for our do better segment, right? Right? Is that Was that leading into our do better segment? <laughs> it's a good segue, right? It is a good segment. Side, side can't do better. Florida. You can't do better of providing us with stories week over week. We no. love you, Florida. Thank you, Florida. Florida man. Oh, boy. Calls 911 to brag after fleeing traffic stop. Caller. Like, why do we even pay you guys for, like... <laughs> why do we... <laughs> sorry. Like, why do we even pay you guys? Like, I've driven past four cops. That was literally a line from, <laughs> from this. So, St. John's County, Florida, a St. Augustine man likely would have gotten away with ducking a traffic stop if he had not called 911 to boast about it, authorities said. I'm proud Ni- of my man. <laughs> Nicholas Carlvin Jones, 19. Oh, three names. Oh, well, he's also a serial killer. <laughs> was behind or the... Or an assassin. <laughs> Or maybe not anymore. Maybe this prevented it. Was behind the wheel of a white Hyundai Elantra, which will come into play later. That was stopped May 4 on West King Street, blah, 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 blah. As the deputy approached the Hyundai, the vehicle did a burnout and sped away out of sight. Oh, snap. And that's where the story might have ended had the driver not dialed 911 an hour later to deliver what was much a confession as it was a humble brag. Like, what do we pay you guys for? Wondered the caller who identified himself as the driver who ran from the deputy. Like, I've driven past four cops. After some spirited back and forth, the conversation ended, but not before investigators zeroed in on the caller's phone number and traced it to Jones, according to his arrest report. Um, Blah, blah, blah. Deputies tracked down the vehicle. He goes on to say, the cop had no right to stop me. He told deputies, I saw him turn his lights and sirens on and was going to stop, but I didn't want to. But the joke <laughs> I didn't want but, to. But the joke might have been on Jones. As a deputy explained to him, investigators didn't have his correct tag. They only figured it out once he placed the 911 call. That's fun- 19 years old? Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. That sounds about right. That's funny. So I told on myself. He replied, later adding, no cop can catch me in my Hyundai Elantra. That thing is fast. Okay. Now you're a moron. Like, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, man. That's. There was a kid who went to Penn Hills. Oh, that's so good. Who got busted by the police. And he said, you can't catch me. I don't even know if he said I'm the gingerbread man, but he made a rhyme. Mm-hmm. He made it 20 feet and quit. He was tired. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Like, bro, yeah. you gotta do right. better. You know, if you're gonna, catch if me you're gonna spend some game, like, yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna catch me. I'm too fast. Oh man, <laughs> Jones was booked into a St. John's County Jail on charges of fleeing or attempting to elude police, misuse of 911 system, and violating probation. 
Jail logs show that he remains in custody without bond. Man, his his sentence is going to be for what it would have been. Man, Whew. not good. Do he, better. He's in jail, and they're like, "What are you in for?" He's like, "Well, there's a story." <laughs> <laughs> man, running away from the cop. And by the way, and telling them about I didn't it. want to stop. <laughs> Well, no, but, you don't want to stop when a cop's pulling you over, but, but you do it. By the way, to our listeners, if you guys want to reference any of the stories that we mention um, on the show, we do put them in our show notes at lunchtimeinrome.com, and you can uh, get all these ones on our episode 31 page. Yeah, and you might want to reference this next one because the the graphic is just cracking me up. Um, I'll, I'll try to describe it after I read the, the headline here. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is summertime. Uh, swimming pool bans men from using <laughs> can't even say it. from using hair dryers on their nether regions. <laughs> and then there's there's, the this, nether regions. there's this picture of like it's not quite a stick figure guy, but it's it's kind of like the guy you used to see in like the old like antacid commercials. It's like picture one of those guys. Yeah, but he's looking right at you. But he's yes. like he's probably in his fifties with like eye contact with like um you know closely cropped gray hair and he's looking right at you and on one hand he's holding his junk wow and on the other hand he has a a blow dry. Oh. <laughs> and there's a big red X through him <laughs> like no blow drying blow, no, no blow, blow drying, drying your junk <laughs> you. <laughs> So, what a, so is this a do better or can't do better? I don't know because who can do better? Like do better, don't dry your junk off with your uh, blow dryer at the at the pool restroom. I don't know what it is, or, but it, it's worth reading. And and this is this is where we let the it be collaborative and let the viewers decide or the listeners. <laughs> uh, and so right into the picture, it says this poster is from the swimming pool in whatever Iceland. You'd be forgiven for assuming that the hair dryers and male changing rooms were rarely used. But it seems that men in swimming pool locker rooms are taking advantage of the facilities and not just on their heads. Instead, in a bizarre new habit, they're using communal hair dryers on their nether regions. Now, one Icelandic pool is hitting back. The problems have become so bad that staff are forced to ask men to stop using the dryers on their groins. They've even created a poster showing an elderly man drying his testicles with a large red X covering the image. It was an issue after it's local... It's a large X. It was an issue... It was issued after a local swimmer, Harolder Jonasson, Jonasson, wrote a letter of complaint that was published in a local newspaper. Proved. Titled. <laughs> can't read that part. <laughs> this is not a um, testicle dryer. It read. Nope. Can't read that either. Uh, don't dry that stuff or your butt with the communal hair dryer in the swimming pool or the gym. Bald or... <laughs> Bald older gentlemen with hairy torsos must either bring their own blow dryers or just buy a more absorbent towel. <laughs> um, <sighs> avoiding dampness, stickiness, and friction caused by a towel are the main excuses given. I can't read much more of this. Um, so that's. I don't think you need as, to. As a man who worked in a locker room of a country club. Yeah, you did. I oh. have seen this. You have seen some stuff. I have seen some stuff. You've seen this guy, I'm sure. I have seen that guy and others. He even had a red X over him. He did. It was so weird. Yeah. It turns out he's a model for it's all epi- kinds it's of weird epidemic. stuff. <laughs> um, I do have a do better. Yeah. And I'll be very brief. Uh, Florida, once oh, again. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So we got Florida twice in Iceland. Pinellas Park, Florida. A Florida man is facing a misdemeanor charge for allegedly pouring ketchup on his girlfriend while oh, yes. she slept. <laughs> 
So According evil. to an arrest report, Wagman's girlfriend of 11 years told investigators she woke up in the middle of the night to find Wagman pouring ketchup on her and cursing at her. <laughs> girlfriend of 11 years. Yeah. Mm, that's commitment. Um, they've been arguing over her infidelity before she went to sleep. I just said that's commitment. Wow. I was wrong. <laughs> well. So he pours. <laughs> I, so it's like a modern day scarlet, scarlet letter. I guess. Sure. <laughs> I guess. But I, I want to go to a different kind of can't do better. Yeah. Let's do can't do better. We always like to end on a, on a good note. Well, this one's not a great note, but um, because it's, it's almost conversational. But last week in the Pirates game, uh, a guy gave up a grand slam. Maybe. Gave up a hit. Um, doesn't really matter. Um, and of course now I'm forgetting his name, which really makes was it from the pirates or was it from the other team? If you give me three seconds, I was trying to fill that void Jay by asking questions. So this is the Pittsburgh pirates, the the Pittsburgh farm team. Yeah. Musgrove. Mm. Oh, Musgrove. Yeah. Uh, he hits a batter Donnelly, Joe Musgrove doesn't actually hit him. Mm -hmm. Hits the guy's Jersey. Hmm. And the guy stares at him. Mm-hmm. And Joe Musgrove is as competitive as anybody. And there's a whole thing in baseball about the unwritten rules. Mm-hmm. So wait, so I'm sorry. He pitched the ball, hit the guy's jersey with the pitched ball. Right. Okay. With the pitched ball on an inside pitch, whatever. Yeah. Almost a strike. Chin hits music. the guy's jersey. Not yeah. his body. Right. Mm-hmm. And and this guy starts barking at him. Mm-hmm. And the catcher goes out and the, the guy pushes the catcher away. And Musgrove is seen saying, what are you looking at? You know, like, what are you doing? Let's go. So the bench is empty. But here's the, the can't do better part is Musgrove takes his chain that hangs off of his shirt and tucks it in. And I thought, there's a man who's ready to go. Yep. <laughs> He's like, it's been there before. And they say, be, you know, don't beware the man that takes his jacket off. Yeah. Beware the man that takes his watch off. Mm-hmm. And so he goes right at him and they jawed. And, and then you know, Josh Bell, our giant first baseman, comes in and, you know, and that guy was like, all right, we're cool. We're cool. <laughs> we're cool. But that leads me to another situation where Madison Baumgarter of the Giants throws a pitch to Max Muncy in, I'll say Candlestick Park because I'm 48 mm-hmm. years old. Right. Camden Yards. Nope. That's Boston. Uh, the, the baseball place in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Pac Bell Stadium. Is that I what it is? I believe it is. He launches it. Muncie launches it. I mean, it goes deep into McCovey Cove in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And the he bay. stares at it for a second. Mm-hmm. There's been much worse celebrations. And Baumgartner is just going at him because he's like the old curmudgeon pitcher. He's not he's not pitching well if he's happy. Yeah. And as he rounds first base, Muncie looks at him and just goes, come on. Come on. As he's running past him. <laughs> Now, what I didn't know is as he rounds third, Baumgartner starts yelling at him again. And Muncie says, and I quote, if you don't like me looking at it, why don't you just go out and get it? Oh, <laughs> It's so unbelievably great. Wow. It's so good. Um, and so I could go with whether or not, you know, who's who can't do better here? Well, Muncie can't do better. Because he hit a tape measure home run, didn't really showboat that much, and had the greatest zinger line going back. But the big question is showing off. Is that okay? Because the Pirates okay? ran into that recently, too. Sure. With, uh, with the Reds. With Kanicki from the Reds. Mm-hmm. Uh, his actual name is Dietrich. But mm-hmm. they that's showed it. him, and he looks like Kanicki from Greece. Yeah. And that's a, not a good look for 2019. 
Um, and that's the thing. We have a pitcher in Chris Archer who celebrates on every strikeout. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to get all butthurt mm-hmm. when somebody p- watches a home run. And I figured it out. If my guy does it, I like it. It's like Brad Marshall. <laughs> right. No, like, well, but you've taken that too far. Yeah, I wouldn't want Brad Marshall on my team, even if even if I you'd could be get embarrassed him. by that. Yeah. He's, but as far as like showboating stuff like that, it's quite simple. If my guy does it, yeah, that's uh, a fun. I love it. He's yeah. just having fun. That's great. That's yeah. good. The other guy, what a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> what a jerk. Two sides of every coin. If you want the baseball, go get it. If you don't like me hitting, yeah. Yep. Can't what, do better. What Jay you Miller, said everybody. Not with that finishing up. <laughs> Had that locked and loaded, baby. That's ending Max Muncy right can't do better than that comeback. There you go. You know and what else you it. can't do better? What? Than a week's vacation. Oh, that is a good reminder. We will not be back next week. We're Sorry, taking Josh. the week off and celebrating. Um, each other on vacation and having fun in the sun. And uh, so we will return the week following. And uh, in the meantime, we will hit you up on Facebook um, with maybe some questions and things like that. So stay tuned um, for for some engagement, but not a whole entire show. Yeah, we want to do like a poll. Like, again, we want to we want to hear what your favorite do betters or can't do betters have been. Um, so we're going to put like a poll up or yeah. think, like Eric said, engagement stuff. So yeah. please engage. Maybe we'll get a robot for that poll. Maybe we'll get a roll. Ro- oh, that was good. I couldn't Thank even you. say it. I'm so baffled. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a pool bot for that roll. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, we will see you guys in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.